0: Welcome back. It is Friday, officially Black Friday here in the United States, and I want to welcome you all officially to episode 14, Tales from the Dark Multiverse. This has been a very exciting episode for me to be working on. I am, I've am i been looking forward to it since I bought the first issue of Tales from the Dark Multiverse, and I cannot wait to get into it. So... Before we get started, of course, I am your host, T. Jack and this is the Elseworld Citizen Podcast, a show dedicated to obscure comic book stories, unique tales, unique takes on some of the classic tales we know, some original stories as well, and with the goal, of course, in sharing these stories is to always keep an open mind and elseworld state of mind. So, without further ado... Let us get into the tales from the dark multiverse. After the events of DC Metal, we have been gifted with yet another great series of comics that both celebrate classic stories and introduce new readers to the Elseworlds style of comics. And all these these stories, while dark and grim, they all deliver poignant messages about choices and the danger of greed and selfishness. The first four issues are available as I speak. They are The Death of Superman, Batman Nightfall, Blackest Night, and Infinite Crisis. The great thing about these uh, publications as well, everyone, is that if you buy them at your local comic book shop, you have the opportunity to buy the original publications. Not the entire stories, mind you, but chapters from the original comics. So if... A younger reader that is a part of your family, if you're looking for a great gift for them, these are really great comics that you could buy for them that introduce them to some of the darker tales of the DC universe, but also introduce them to the original comics. And you can buy those issues for just a dollar each when you buy the Tales from the Dark Multiverse publications. Um, So let's get started. First up, Death of Superman. In this uh, version of this classic tale, Lois Lane, instead of mourning the death of kal and Clark, she instead takes it upon herself to go to the Fortress of Solitude and discovers the sad truth from the Eradicator that he was unable to restart Kal-El's heart and bring him back to life, or so they think. And in the heat of the moment, Lois Lane requests that the Eradicator give her the powers of Krypton instead of continuing to rejuvenate Kal-El. And in doing so, we witness the birth of a very dark, shattered soul of a Lois Lane that has now been turned into the Eradicator, a spirit of vengeance, so to speak, that then takes it upon herself to right the wrongs that the Earth has done to Superman and to take out those that she feels have hindered the progress that could have been made if Superman had been just a little bit stronger, a little more forward, and a little more deadly. And in doing so, she tips the scale on a planet that could have witnessed the same triumph as the original Earth did in those tales of the death of Superman. But sadly, they do not. It is an incredible story. I absolutely love it for it to be the first publication to come out from the tales from the Dark Multiverse, it it comes out swinging. And it is incredibly breathtaking. The art is absolutely beautiful. And it's one hell of a tale. I wish it was longer than just one chapter, but it is a great read. Next up, we have Batman Nightfall. In this tale, unfortunately, Batman... AK Bruce Wayne when broken by Bane his injuries are so severe that Azrael remains the Batman well into the later events of the original Nightfall and because of this Azrael maintains a deadly grip over the city of Gotham and begins to turn it into a fortress locking everyone in And the rest of the world out. And he begins to torture Bruce Wayne painfully due to the fact that he believed that Bruce didn't believe that he could continue to remain as the Batman. We slip quickly into the future where we see that Azrael's strength and his lack of moral guidelines begins to twist not only. Bruce's mentality, but also the world of Gotham itself. And what could have been the saving grace of Gotham turns to be creating slowly and painfully the next dark age of this earth as well. This book was a hard pill to swallow for me because I, of course, you know, I grew up with Batman, I grew up with Nightfall, and it, at first, I was taken aback by how dark this this chapter was. But by the end, it, it becomes such a great just reimagination of what really happens to someone when they're put into the w- darkest corner of their life and have nothing else to live for. Um, this is a book that I would be very interested to see a animated short film adaptation of, because there are so many cool things between the technology and the way that the true Batman comes back into being in the end of the chapter. Um, is just... There's only so much, you know, you can do page to page. And I think if it was animated, it would be beautiful to see uh, what they could do. Um, But again, another great chapter, another incredibly intense story, uh, and just one of a kind again. Next up, we have Blackest Night. Now, this is a comic book that I actually haven't read fully yet. Uh, the original edition of The Green Lantern, Blackest Night. But I kind of understand the gist of it, and I've been, thanks to the Tales from the Dark Multiverse, I've started to pick up more on the story of The Blackest Night. And in the original story, of course, we have the Lantern of Death, this anti-lifestyle creature, this being, who, when it kills people, it reanimates them into zombie-like beings that it then controls with its ring. And in the original Blackest Night, Sinestro takes the power of the Black Ring and the White Ring, the White Lantern Rings, and in the original story, he passes along the powers to everyone. He spreads them out, because he himself can't always control that power. And in, in doing so... He creates the new, a new Lantern Corps, and they're able to wipe out the Black Lanterns and save everyone who was taken under the control of this thing. Um, however, in this version, Sinestro is not so keen on sharing the power, and he is selfish, and he keeps the power for himself, and in doing so, rapidly destroys almost all of the multiverse, and he's not the greatest of heroes either. This story follows a man who is very conflicted, and his selfishness is his undoing, and the savior of the world, which we won't get into, but the savior of this multiverse, which could have been a possibility, sadly, never happens, because... Sinestro, once again, is too selfish, and his selfishness leads to death and suffering. And really, quite honestly, it 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 was—it's a great— Now, this is—Blackest Night, I think, is the best written one because you get so fooled. You get so—it it, so, pulls you in so well. You think, man, they really are about to turn this thing around. And the way they, you know, open that trap door underneath your feet at the very end is— spectacular. And of course the final one, which I'm still wrapping my head around, is Infinite Crisis. It just came out this week and I really, quite honestly, I can't spoil any of it for you. You gotta you gotta find this one and read it for yourself because it is great. It's great reading. Um and Infinite Crisis, depending on the versions that you know, of course we have the CW version of Infinite Crisis in which uh, the monitor is uh, the monitor and anti-monitor are kind of starting to go at it. Universes are disappearing. In Infinite Crisis, there are uh, the version that I know at least is the Flash journeying from planet to planet and witnessing sudden destruction, and he has to face against some of his own greatest villains, as well as uh, the anti-monitor and. Uh, Darkseid himself, and the the Justice League have to— all the different planets have to kind of team together. All these heroes from all these different dimensions have to come together to be able to fight this impending threat that reshapes the universe at the same time. Um, And I really can't go into anything else uh, because, again, I'm still reading Infinite Crisis Tales from the Dark Multiverse. But listen, guys, this has been probably one of my favorite collections of comics so far now i love dc inc and i think dc inc is great for younger readers if you if you are one of those people that go eh, i'm not really into the teen ya styled uh, narratives tales tales from the dark multiverse is going to be right up your alley these are great one-off stories you can pick them up put them down they don't take much space on your shelf they're really small editions um, and they tell these incredible stories, and they really make you think. Like they, you know, you enjoy them as entertainment at first, but then when you put the book down, you think about what that story was about, what these stories are about, and you realize that you know they they have some interesting messages in them. Actually, really positive messages too. They're they're yes, they are warnings of what the you know the worst possible outcomes could be. But at the same time, they're great in the fact that they're able to very eloquently express what the right choices are and also what the emotional choices are and the difference between the two. I think a lot of times, even to this day in a lot of media and a lot of film, um, the current message is to, you know, embrace your feelings embrace the emotion because that's the truest reaction you can get and i think it's interesting how tales from the dark multiverse kind of contradicts that in some ways it goes well yes emotions are important and they should be embraced but at the same time there should be some control there should be some you should be you should take a moment to step back and go is this really the right choice or should i be listening to others now should I be taking, you know, take their opinions and their concerns and really take them to heart and then make a sound judgment call on what my next steps really should be? So listen, guys, I've got less than a minute here to go. So thank you all so much for listening to this Black Friday edition of the Elseworlds Citizen pod, uh, podcast podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. I love these comics. Make sure to check them out. There's a collection of the Tales from Dark Multiverse that comes out next spring. But if you want to catch up, trust me, there will be extra copies around because I went and I collected all the current editions that I had. Uh, I was able to from my local comic book shops. They're still available. There's plenty of republic, um, republished republished editions of these comics that you can find and of course you get the one dollar editions of the original comics now they're only singular chapters from the original comics but they are great especially if you want to get your young ones hooked on the og stories that have inspired these uh dark multiverse editions so thank you all again as always i'm your host tj aquilina and I hope you have a great rest of your holiday week. I hope you didn't go too crazy on Black Friday because uh, Christmas is just around the corner. We need to save some energy because uh, it'll be here sooner than we know. So thank you guys again. Have a great rest of your week. Have a good weekend. Rest up from having that turkey. Hope And I hope that you guys uh, enjoy these comics. And I'll talk to you real soon. I'll have an update on my next episode dropping... I don't know if I'm going to have one this coming Monday, but I definitely will be starting back up uh, on the following Monday. But make sure to follow me on Instagram, at Citizen. That's where I'll give uh, all my updates for the foreseeable future. And stay tuned for this coming week. I am officially launching the trailer, the teaser for my brand new podcast that is part of the elseworld citizen umbrella i'm so pumped to share it with you guys i think you're gonna like it i know i've had a blast working on it so far can't wait to share it with you guys keep an eye out for it next week and as always have an elseworld state of mind You've been listening to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. Music provided by YouTube and its affiliates. The Elseworld Citizen Podcast is made possible thanks to listeners like you. If you'd like to continue to show support... Follow us on Instagram at Elseworld Citizen and on Twitter at Elseworld Civ. If you are so kind, you can even contribute to the show by following the link in the show notes or the support link on the Anchor app. The views expressed in the interviews and commentary of this podcast are solely those of the individuals providing them and do not reflect the opinions of any comic book publishers, its parent affiliates, or subsidiary companies. Thank you again, and we hope you've enjoyed the show.